Dialectical Behavior Therapy was created in the 1980s by Marsha Linehan in Seattle, Washington. Today, DBT is taught all over the world. We're two therapists who believe everyone can benefit from DBT skills. I'm Kate. I'm Michelle. And And this this is is DBT and Me. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. So, today we're going to start out, I think, by shouting out our new patrons. Because we have a bunch. (laughs) And so I'm excited about it. So, big thank you to Justine, Sarah, Greg, and Paul, and Backyard. Yes. Enigmatic name, to be sure. Enjoy it. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) If you would like to get a shout out and other perks, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com slash dbt and me. You can also find us on Etsy. That's going to be etsy.com slash shop slash dbt and me. Or you can search for us, though. Apparently there's more dbt stuff on Etsy all the time. We're learning. There's a lot. A lot of options, <laughs> which on the one hand sad, on the other hand, how cool that is proliferating. I'm yeah. kind of excited. We'll put in the too. URL if you want to find us. What Kate us, just exactly? Said. <laughs> um, yeah, give us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you happen to be listening. Uh, you can always reach out to us at dbtandmepodcast at gmail.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out our other podcast, The Couch and the Chair, for all non-DBT related <laughs> yes. mental health stuff from us. So that is our awesome self-promotion out of the way. Now let's talk about what we're going to talk about mm-hmm. today, <laughs> uh, which is apps. We're going to talk about DBT um, I, uh, Michelle and I want to make this very clear. We have not gotten anything for this. No, no money, no swag, no. <laughs> they don't even know we're going to talk about them. <laughs> so this is not incentivized in the slightest. Uh, we just know that people ask about apps somewhat frequently, I would say, in the uh, Facebook group. And so we thought we would uh, experience some of them for ourselves and give you, um, yeah, our own personal likes and dislikes, uh, which was Michelle's idea. Honestly, I thought I would review one, she would review another one, uh, etc. cetera. Uh, and then, as per usual, she had a wonderful idea because we're different. And um, some things that she thought were awesome, I thought were terrible. So um, <laughs> who could have guessed that we continue to be different, including in our likes and dislikes of these apps? So. Shocking. <laughs> Right? Who could have predicted? Um, So we'll talk about each of them, both of us. We'll talk about all of them. Um, We also did intentionally choose apps that either just blanket are free or are free, um, but also have subscription options. We'll try to make sure that we mention that when it is part of, yeah, what's available. And I think I only paid for, I think I paid for one of them before (laughs) exactly knew how we were gonna <laughs> to set up the um yeah set up the i keep wanting to say session i've been working too much michelle episode there we go um so yeah i'll be able to fill in on that one but cool yeah, anything i'm missing in the intro michelle i, I don't think so i mean today 
Yeah, we put out a little thing last month because we did already record this episode once. We did. We recorded it in its entirety and then we realized some technical issues. So this is a redo for both of us. And so um, we just appreciate your guys' patience with us not putting out a monthly episode last month. And Indeed. Thank you very much. Yeah, here we are today to, to get it out to you guys before the end of the year. So... Uh, I think that, that's the only thing I would add. It's just that fair. We're, we're redoing this, and thank, thank you for your patience. You. Yes. Okay, but I get to kick it off. We're going to be talking about four apps in total, um, and the first one we're going to be talking about seemed at first glance to maybe be one of the better known DBT apps that exists. It was really, I think, the first one that came up when I just did a quick search in the app store to find what DBT apps there were. So we're first going to talk about DBT Coach. That is what it's called. DBT Coach, if I had to sum it up, it is a one-stop shop for everything (laughs) DBT. It has so many features, and I'm just going to be highlighting the main ones just to give you guys a taste and an overview of the app and what it can do. But it does so many things with (laughs) DBT Coach, like a ton of things. So the main things that it does, Uh, I guess first we'll start by talking about the diary card because why not with diary card? And I, I honestly think that for a lot of people, maybe the reason or the purpose for why they would choose to use an app is because of the ease of a diary card. Um, yeah, and you guys will notice, instead of a paper one. Yeah, exactly. It's just super accessible. It, you know, a lot of these apps that we're going to be talking about today, you can see trends with your diary card and that kind of a thing. So I'll start off with talking about the diary card for DBT coach. So there's a lot that you can track with the diary card on this app. You can track your mood. Like it starts off. I think it's the very first question when you do the diary card. It gives you like a face and you get to, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like move this little dial and it like changes the face from like sad to happy. Like, so <laughs> anyways, <laughs> you get to rate your mood. You obviously get to talk about and document what skills you used, how helpful each skill was for you, thoughts and emotions that you had. So it has like a list of emotions and you can rate how strongly you felt those emotions. Um, It does have a list of, quote unquote, right, problem behavior. So you can track if you engaged in a problem behavior that day or if you didn't. You can also write down what activities you did that might have been helpful. I can't remember exactly what activities are listed off the top of my head. I remember reading was one of them. Um, Mm -hmm. But maybe like listening to music, I think, is another. So a list of activities that you can write down whether or not you did those things. It also has a journal section just where you can free write in anything you want to. So there's a lot contained in the diary card. It's a very extensive, in-depth diary card, if that is something that you like, or if you just have a lot of things in your life that you are wanting to track and notice and remember whether or not you're doing them, you can fill out a lot of things with the diary card that DBT Coach has. The other cool thing about the diary card is that if you want, you can get a daily reminder to do it. So When I signed up for the app so I could fiddle around with it and test it out, (laughs) I get a reminder every day at 7 p.m. Fill out your diary card. I think it even specifically (laughs) says a gentle reminder to complete your diary card. But that could be a really helpful feature if you tend to forget to do your diary card. And I imagine, I didn't play around with this, but I imagine you can set 
what time of day you would like that reminder to come in. But it does offer that feature, if that would be helpful for you. It has a community discussion board. So if you're running into issues or challenges with using the skills, it has a place where you can talk with other people who are also, you know, who also use the app, who are also familiar with DBT. So that's that's one feature it has. And then I would say really at the heart of the app, it has the next two things that I'm going to talk about, which are exercises and lessons. So exercises are basically like these quick fill-in-the-blank sections, and they're there to help you learn the skills. Um, so you basically go into an exercise and it asks you certain questions about the skill and you fill it in. So it's basically testing your knowledge a little bit about like, you know, how much do I know about this skill? Then there are lessons. Lessons are there to teach you the skills. So basically the lessons are just videos that you watch about what the skill is and how to use it. So it has a long list of exercises, a long list of lessons. It also has, um, I would maybe call it like a catalog of like mindfulness meditations and breathing exercises that you can do that has quite a few of those. You can also do a gratitude check-in. It has a sleep log. It has everything (laughs) that you could probably ever want in an app. So we're starting (laughs) off with a bang here. We're talking about DBT Coach. Um, The other important thing to talk about, like Kate mentioned at the beginning, all of these apps are free to download, but we want to be really transparent about subscription options or like the cost that can be associated with the apps if you do decide to unlock all the features so that you know what you're paying for. So with DBT Coach, it functions as a subscription. So you can either pay $11.99 a month or you can pay $59.99 for a total of six months. I also just realized this as we're recording, Kate, Hmm. but we're talking about this, of course, in U.S. dollars. So I don't know how this is going to work for all of you amazing listeners who are like in Australia and in Europe and uh, other places in the world. I don't know how much it will cost for you. Uh, But that's what it is in U.S. dollars. And so if you pay for the subscription option, you get to unlock all the content, all the exercises, all the lessons. Um, And I think also one of the things that you get to unlock when you pay for the subscription is being able to see the trends with your diary card and the Mm -hmm. ability to share your diary card with your therapist. I think those are some features that you only get when Mm -hmm. you pay for the subscription. Um, So that's really the basic overview of what the app is. So now Kate's going to tell you what she liked and disliked about it and more or less give it a review. And then I'm going to do the same before we move on to the next one. So what, what are your thoughts on DBT? (laughs) Well, I was going to say like, yeah, I think feel like we started a little bit with like the Cadillac or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> of, of the DBT um, apps. So this was the one that I paid for before <laughs> realizing we weren't necessarily paying for apps um, for this episode. Um, but that said, I mean, you you may very well get what you pay for if you decide to pay for this one. It's, it's pretty fucking chock full of stuff. So... Um, I like that you could pretty much jump right in. There's next to no setup, right? You, like, get the app and you can just be on your way, right? Like, pretty much the moment you get it. Um, 
Gosh, let's see. I I was like, in all caps, I have, holy shit, are there a lot of exercises and lessons? Um, I just like pulled one at random. So I was, I said there are 39 exercises and six lessons in the mindfulness section alone, right? Like there's just a lot of learning material, which I thought was pretty excellent. Um, you know, Michelle and I are always preaching about having DBT be more accessible. Um, and while you don't get all of the videos, all of the lessons, all the exercise, I don't think you get access to all of them without paying for it. Um, even at the cost, um, that this could be is still less than most ways that one can monetarily engage with DBT. Um, and so I was just really appreciative of how much learning material was there considering, you know, the relative cost uh, to access DBT in many other fashions. Um, I do like that it, like the app can notify your therapist if you report basically being distressed enough. Um, there's a thing called subjective units of distress or your SUD. Um, and uh, if you're over an 80, it, one of the things that you can unlock again with paying for it, um, but is that it will reach out to your therapist for you, um, basically, if you're in a crisis state. Um, gosh, I'm umming a lot today. And now I'm going to notice it and freeze every time I go to say um. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, I am all the time. Ah, yes, it's my bath due to an extent, but I can just, I feel like I'm doing it more than usual today. <laughs> See, and I was about to say, um, the, <laughs> uh, it is not necessarily the biggest deal to everyone, but I will say that I enjoyed the graphics. I like the color scheme. I like just the way it looks, um, easy to read, clear, um, like, I don't know if I'd say soothing colors, but certainly not agitating right like it's just a really like easily engaged with I think visually which I really enjoyed you can add photos to the journal entries which I thought was pretty cool since I'm someone who uh likes pictures anyway I also with aphantasia really sometimes can rely on pictures to help me with memories so the ability to add photos to the journal I thought was pretty dang nifty and last but not least and th honestly this is more uh, in comparison to one of the later apps. Um, but it like I liked that the skills were more of a menu than a list. Um, some of the ways that different diary cards here presented the skills ended up feeling a little bit like I, I don't know, like I ended up feeling a little guilty for not <laughs> doing all of them. Like, did you do this one? No. How about this one? No. How about this one? No, I didn't do that one either, but they weren't the skills for what I was going through. Stop asking. Um, and so I liked the way Hey, DBT coaching was more like a menu, right? I could just like, yep, these were the ones I did, right? Um, and that felt less guilt-inducing because apparently the way you present the skills to me can, for me, stir up a sense of obligation or guilt, which is interesting, but there you go. Uh, and I this isn't a lot, and I feel a little bad about this because I don't feel like I'm being as even-handed because... Right? Criticize things. That's how you know you're really engaging with them. But I honestly didn't find much that I disliked about the app. Um, other than, you know, it's all a relative thing. <clears throat> Is it cheaper than a lot of other ways you can engage with DBT? Yes. But it's not cheap. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't look at specialized enough apps, but I've never seen an app that wanted to want me to pay it $60. Right? Like, let alone $60 repeatedly you know, for a long time. Um, that's 
entirely out of my experience <laughs> with apps. So it just seems out, like outrageously expensive for an app to me. Um, so it all depends on which angle you're coming at it from, whether you're just being like, oh, this is way cheaper than a DBT class, which it is, or holy shit, that's the most expensive app I've ever seen, which is the other direction and what I didn't like about it. <laughs> so yeah, that's me, Michelle. I'm a little bit of a fangirl over this one. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I like it too, but I think what would be really interesting about us both reviewing and sharing our likes and dislikes is that I think our likes and dislikes are different about yep. it. Um, so for me, what what did I like most about this app? I really liked that it gives you everything you need to truly get an understanding of DBT if you're brand new to DBT. So if you are listening to our podcast because, right, you don't have a lot of access to DBT resources in your area and maybe like workbooks haven't really helped you very much or that kind of a thing, I would highly recommend getting this app. It it gives you everything you know to really teach yourself about DBT through the exercises and through the lessons and that kind of a thing. Um, I also kind of liked, because, because there's so much within the app to pick and choose from, I think that what you can really do with this app is pick and choose how much you want to do each day so that it feels manageable to you. Like you can decide, um, okay, today I'm going to, you know, do one exercise and watch one lesson. Or because it has like the meditation exercises you can pick from, you can decide, okay, I'm going to do one of those today. Or like there's so much to access that you can really create a plan for how you want to engage with the material is what I'm really getting at here. Um, because we want it to feel manageable. If you open up the app and you just go through it at first glance, you're going to be like, oh my God, there's so much. But you, can, <laughs> you can create a plan yes. for how you want to work through all of that. So I love how much there is in this app. Along with that, though, I would say my dislike, even though you were saying, Kate, how... Um, like, I mean, there there is a lot to access. And also, one of my dislikes is that you can really access less than 50% of the total yep. material when it's free. So are there lots of lessons? Are there lots of exercises? Yes. And but <laughs> if you're not paying for the subscription, just be warned that you're going to see more of those things that you don't have access to then you do have access to. So just be aware of that. Um, I guess this is the part where I'm different from you though, Kate. I like, yes, it is money. You are correct on that. I also really thought though that the price was fair mm. for what the app can do. And now that I think about it, maybe what I would recommend if you all don't want to pay, you know, $11.99 a month until the end of time to have access to the app Work through, like, pay for it. This is what I would recommend if you can. Pay for the app. Pay for the subscription to it <clears throat> so that you can access all the content and watch the lessons. Do the exercises. Like, use all of that stuff, again, especially if you're new to DBT. Once you've worked through all that, then maybe you can end your subscription. Cancel and then you can just use it. Yeah. yeah, just use it then for the diary card and use it for the meditations and Stuff like that. Um, but I think it is really worth 
the price if you are trying to learn DBT from the ground up. I would recommend paying for it if you can. My biggest dislike about the app, um, like I just <laughs> said, my first dislike is that you can only access less than 50% of the content for free. My second dislike is the diary card of this app. Uh, it depends on your style of diary card. And we're going to be talking about diary cards a lot as we go through the apps today because everyone does diary cards a little different. Just depends on your preference. For me with a diary card, I don't want to feel like I'm tracking like 10 different things. I don't want to feel that way. Can you skip certain sections and just be like, I'm not going to track that? Yes, like you don't have to track everything it gives you an option to track. But to me, that feels a little overwhelming and intense when it's asking you to track your skills and your mood and your problem behaviors and your activities. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to track all that. That's just me. Some people love tracking all of that. But I, when I went to go fill out a diary card to test this out, I felt overwhelmed by it. That was my experience. I also did not like, and I know a lot of DBT diary cards do this and I understand it, but when you are saying like what skills you used, it gives you a little rating so you can say things like thought about but didn't use or that kind of a mm -hmm. thing. You can give a rating for each skill. Um, I did not like their rating system. It did not make sense to me for how to rate your skills and quantify that. Um, so again, if I were doing this myself, I would skip that. Like, <laughs> so basically I just found the diary card was more than I would probably feel like I would need. So it just depends on your style, but I didn't really like how intense the diary card felt at first glance with the app. Um, but overall, as you were saying, Kate, <laughs> I love this app. I, I thought I thought it was great. That's that's my overall thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> More dislikes than me, but still overall thumbs up from both of us. Overall a thumbs up for this one. Definitely. Excellent. All right. So I think we're on to the second one now. Yeah. So this one is called DBT Travel Guide, which I will admit, I thought was a strange name. Um, but the this one, I would say that uh, the thing that made it stand out the most to me from the other apps that we talk about is that this one was really leaning into the, shall we say, association of DBT with BPD, right? Um, obviously, you know, DBT can and does help folks with an incredibly broad array of struggles, uh, but it was created originally for BPD, and uh, this app seems to focus in on that a bit. So um, it does have information on borderline personality disorder as well as information on DBT. It doesn't just talk about DBT. Um, that said, it does have over 200 skills and exercises available, um, which is still a pretty hefty <laughs> mm -hmm. number. I know we were waxing poetic about um, DBT Coach, but you know, um, it does have a good number as well here with DBT Travel Guide. It has a crisis section, which um, 
I have, I think we both have somewhat mixed feelings about exactly how the crisis section works, but it is there. It's available to you. Uh, it has the ability to form agreements with your therapist through the app and share them there with your therapist. You can also share behavior chain analysis from the app with your therapist. And um, you can, like most of them, you can digitally fill out a diary card, which uh, I honestly think is one of the main appeals for a lot of these apps, as you were saying. Um, so, yeah, that's the big overview umbrella. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's orange. Sorry. <laughs> we know how Kate feels about orange. Yeah, seriously, the whole app is orange, orange everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'll get to that, I'm sure, later. <laughs> yes. R- random side note about it. Exactly. Um. Okay, I will start off with, like you were saying, Kate, the, the crisis feature. We're going to let you guys into how this works so that you know when you download the app. I really liked the crisis feature. That was that was one of my favorite things about this app was that it has this and how it works. So basically, when you're in the app, there's a red crisis button. So you click on that. Then it will ask you what you're struggling with from like, you know, more or less like a multiple choice list. Um, of emotions, right? I think. Or yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mostly emotions or addiction or suicidal ideation or things, yep. right? Yeah. Yep, exactly. So you get to pick, okay, what am I struggling with right now? And then it will give you three options. You will either get to say, it asks you how much you're struggling. And you get to either say green, which is more or less like, eh, it's not too bad. Red, which is like, I'm really, really struggling. Or orange, um, which is like the middle of the road. Now, here is the insider tip. If you pick green, it's just going to kick you out of the crisis feature. It, I don't remember the exact message it gives you, but it's basically like, you're okay. Goodbye. This is not exactly what it says. But that's the essence of what happens. If you hit red, it's just going to tell you to call your therapist. That's the only suggestion it's going to give. So what we would suggest is no matter how much you're struggling, how much you're in crisis, don't pick red, don't pick green, pick orange. Because here's the cool thing. When you pick orange, it's going to guide you to skills that will help you. So whatever thing you picked from that list, it will basically tell you, hey, do X, Y, and Z skills for that thing, which is awesome. So. Don't bother with the green or the red. (laughs) Just do orange (laughs) when you're in the crisis feature, right? So if you're like, hey, I'm really struggling with anger, click the crisis button, say that, let it direct you to the skills to help you. Um, Because we talk about this sometimes where, you know, it is hard to remember to use DBT in the moment. Let this app help you remember to use DBT in the moment. So we like the crisis feature. The other thing that I liked about DBT Travel Guide, I much preferred this diary card over DBT Coach's diary card because all you have to do is just say yes or no, whether or not you use this skill, and you just rate nine different problem behaviors. That's it. That's all it is. Uh, So it felt much less overwhelming to me, the diary card that DBT Travel Guide had. And in general, as Kate said, There's just a lot of practical short exercises to do, especially if you have a good understanding of DBT, you're just wanting to make sure that you're actively using it in your life. It will give you tons of ideas of how to do that. So 
that is really great how many different exercises it has listed for how you can practically use skills. The things that I disliked about the app, it does have some meditation recordings. I wasn't a big fan of the ones that I tried to listen to. I appreciate that it has meditation recordings. They they felt a little robotic to me. I mean, there are worse meditation things out there than what was in this app. There's also better. So I wasn't a big fan of the meditation recordings. The app also does not offer videos to watch for how to learn skills the same way that DBT Coach did. DBT Coach had an extensive video library, you could say. DBT Travel Guide doesn't have videos. So just just know that it's not a thing that the app offers. And it is honestly for that reason that I don't think this would be the best app if you're brand new to DBT and you're trying to teach yourself. I don't think this is the app for you. If, Like I was saying a moment ago, if you already have a good working knowledge of DBT, you'll do better with this app than if you're like, I don't really know what accepts is. I'm trying to find out what accepts is, for example. It probably isn't the best app for you. So that's what I would say about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? It wasn't my least favorite. Um, the <laughs> middle of the road for you. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty middle of the road. I did like that there was space to record the information for your therapist, right? Um, both for yourself if you happen to be in distress or somewhere. Where oh, you yeah, because it can access. do the same thing, right? Yeah, of like it can reach out to your therapist. Contact info. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did like that. Um, also you could like technically shove it at somebody if you want somebody else to reach out to your therapist. Like, it's just nice to have that information there. Um, I actually liked that, uh, there were some prompts for therapists. Like this, Mm. um, app clearly wasn't only meant for clients, I guess, you know, consumers of DBT in that sense, but it's also like sort of prompts for how therapists might look at or um, conceive of things through DBT or how to apply DBT to to some problems. So I like that. Um, Similar to, um, I think actually DBT coach, but I like the open space for agreements, right? I like being able to access that with your therapist. Um, The diary card was simple to use, right? Uh, I like the, you know, super in-depth one, but also I'm someone who regularly has like three different types of journaling that I do in the evening, right? So clearly I have a problem. But if you're somebody who quite reasonably prefers something much simpler to use, uh, this absolutely checks that box, right? Um, I know Michelle was talking about that too, but, you know, if you know the skills, the just being able to scroll through the list and check off the ones that you actually utilized is quick, it's easy, it's simple, right? Like, it's a breeze, right, to get through um, doing that. Um, and then I also really liked just the number of exercises and prompts, right? I like something that, I don't know, you can't blow through everything it has to offer you in 10 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. It's something that has a, has a, has longevity, right? Like there's time 
uh, that you can spend with this app, stuff that you can get from it over a prolonged period of time. Uh, and with that many things, you know, you have stuff you can go back to, right? Once you've gone through different exercises or prompts and stuff, you know, you can go back to the ones that you found especially helpful. Um, so yeah, I really appreciated that about it. Uh, I didn't like the orange. I like the purple. <laughs> I did not like the, the colors first, or the, the aesthetics. The theme of DBT coach. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I also did actually think just there was a little bit less contrast and it was a little bit harder to just read. Maybe not literally read, but right, it re- didn't read as clearly mm-hmm. um, just because the colors were very similar, right, between a lot of the different features. Um, I Some of the videos that are linked... Maybe all of the videos, actually, because there's only there a couple like, of them. Yeah, there were like yeah, but they're not in English. Introductory <laughs> videos, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Which I know that's very English centric of me, um, but I do speak English, and sometimes it's hard for me to watch stuff with subtitles because I my poor ADHD brain bounces away, and I forget that I have to be looking at the screen to know what's being said. Um, so uh, even if there were just, you know, multiple options, right, uh, for the videos, that might be nice. Um, it still says, please, master, which I will say um, I felt vindicated. Some part of me was thinking, Michelle, that maybe I'd made that up because it'd been so long since I saw that something actually said, please, master, that part of me was like, oh, am I making that up? Yeah. <laughs> like, there was I saw it in the app and I was like. Nope. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. No, that's there. I think there was something that felt very, um, sorry, this is me diving in with more thoughts, but like, I don't know, kind of. Dated? A little, yeah, a little bit dated or just a little more, uh, yeah, kind of like old school DBT. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this is how DBT was taught in like the early 90s. And even though the skills, you know, are still pretty much the same. The skills. Yeah. Um, some of them have been revised in yeah like please master, please master. And, <laughs> and that kind of a thing and it didn't feel super up to date yes yes that's exactly what i mean i mean it's not just the saying please master but it, that like that whole sense right that it's not mm-hmm. terribly current mm-hmm. either necessarily in information or thematically yeah yeah flavor wise mm-hmm. something like that um I appreciate that you can <laughs> manipulate the crisis feature to do the thing that it does with the orange button. But it might be nice to just have that as its own feature. To just be able to say, I'm having a problem with sadness, go, and it would give you the list of uh, things without having yeah. to first click, I'm in a crisis. And then be told, oh, I did, did I, did I already navigate away? I, you were saying you couldn't remember what it said when it kicked you out, so I had opened it up. Oh, um, you were practicing? Yes, because I was like, what does it say when it's like, oh, you're not actually in a crisis? <laughs> oh, it says, it seems like you are not in a crisis. Try to make a chain analysis and apply your skills or do a mindfulness exercise, which is fine advice. Also a little bit like, no, I told you I was in a crisis. Don't tell me I'm not. <laughs> anyway, it was. I like the thing you get out of the orange and I like the thing you get out of the red, right? Like, Mm. um, I do like that there's a really quick way to have it reach out to your therapist, right? Which now I'm muddling my likes and dislikes, right? Like, that's a cool feature. But I feel like they put together, like, 
One button, you get invalidation. <laughs> One button, you get an enormously helpful list of skills, but also maybe why is that there? And then the third button seems like the only thing that actually ought to be hidden behind crisis. <laughs> um, so I think I just, I like two of the three things you get out of that feature. I just think they ought to have been their own two separate features. And they probably could have done away entirely with the like, ah, maybe not, you're not actually having a crisis. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be nice. <laughs> yep. So we know what they were getting at. We like what they were getting at, and they could yep. have gotten there a little better. Better. Yep. Exactly. Yep. exactly. Makes sense. There you go. Okay, okay. that's me. Yeah, so on to the third one. So we're shifting gears a little bit with this app, I would say, compared to what we've talked about so far with DBT Coach and DBT Travel Guide. Our sense or our understanding of both of those two apps was really that they, they're they kind of designed to be this one-stop shop for all things DBT. That was kind of the intention behind both of those apps. This next app was not really, I would say, meant to be that. Um, it's called DBT Trivia and Quiz. So what is it about? It's about DBT Trivia, like the title says. Uh, again, to be too, super transparent about cost, if you do decide to pay within the app, it's a one-time fee of $3.99 to unlock everything. So it's the least expensive we've that we've talked about so far compared to DBT Coach. And I'm pretty sure with DBT Travel Guide, I don't think there was a paid option at all. I think it's just straight up free for everything with DBT Travel Guide. I'm 99% positive. I hope I'm right. Um, but with DBT Trivia and Quiz, yep, you could pay $3.99 to unlock everything. Basically, you get to unlock videos. So this app has a pretty large video diary, video diary, video, video library. I meant to say library instead of diary. Um, a lot of videos <laughs> explaining skills. So you get that with paying the $3.99. Uh, the quiz itself, right, it's called DBT Trivia and Quiz. The quiz part is free. And basically, that's at the heart and soul of the app is it's a trivia quiz. So there's different levels. And the way that the quiz works is that it asks you a question and you're given two answers um, or two choices to pick from as your answer. And you basically just go through and you pick the answer that you believe is correct. It tells you whether you're right or not. If you're not right, it gives you an explanation for why. Actually, a pretty detailed explanation. Um, and then you just work through the levels. Um, it seems like I, I, I'll be honest, I did not do the entire quiz from start to finish myself. I went through, I think, about five levels to get a taste of what the app nine. is Nine. Like. You went through nine. Awesome. <laughs> um, but the levels appeared to go in a pretty logical order, uh, starting with questions about wise mind and then moving up to questions about mindfulness and that kind of a thing. So the flow of the quiz seemed to make sense. But that's really the main feature of the app is it's this quiz game about DBT skills and you just go through and you get to pick answers and test your knowledge. So that's what the app gets at. Okay, Kate, yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, so it's, it's funny. As you were doing that, I was like, wait, isn't this the one that's also a part of everything else? And it is, but we'll talk about that more in the next mm. um, mm -hmm. next one, because uh, we picked two that are in the same 
family. Um, they, yeah, they were clearly apps. done by the same app designer creator. There's yes. a whole and, grouping yeah, of whole DTTS. thing, right? So I'll talk mm-hmm. about that more next one. But I was like, uh oh, are we forgetting that? And then I was like, nope. Scroll down in the notes, Kate. There they are. <laughs> um, so really, the the thing that I like about this one is the gamification of uh of DBT skills. Right? There's uh, a, I would say a decent body of research on. The fact that humans are motivated by things being turned into games. We just like that. (laughs) uh, Gosh, I wish I could remember the actual numbers, but it turns out if you make trash cans and recycling bins and things like that, that make a little, like, you just won noise when you put something in it, you increase the rate at which people throw stuff out and or recycle by, like, an enormous quantity. Like, just by making people feel like they, quote-unquote, won with the sound effect. (laughs) So, right, human brains are, um, yeah, hacked well in that sense, I guess I could say. Um, And so I like that, right? It gives you a way to gamify DBT, um, which for people can be very motivating and engaging. uh, And I really appreciate that about it. Um... Dislikes, there were definitely typos, which I understand. I am horrible about them, but also I haven't put out an app. <laughs> okay, so take some time, guys. Check your typos. Um, I felt like the paywall was a little, like, it's not a big paywall. It's not a lot of money and you get, it does a lot to when you, when you pay for it. But it didn't feel like it was as, like, obviously open or transparently talked about in like where you actually make the app purchase or even you know immediately um in the app i didn't feel like it was so yeah obvious or transparent and um i'll talk about this a little bit more in um the next one thanks which i guess our last one um but the quality of the videos is ah! <laughs> like they're a little shaky mm-hmm. cam they're a little they're not a little. They're a little very home produced. Yeah. Home produced. Yeah. It's not just, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Like it's, it's the guy in his kitchen, which is fine or living room or other places in his house. But, um, a tripod might've been helpful. Um, just to keep things at least, I'm gesturing a lot, which doesn't help at all. Uh, keep things at least stable, right? Like it's okay that you're doing something amateur. Uh, but stability is helpful in videos. Some people get nauseated from those things. Um, thankfully, I'm not one of them. But I know that that can be a big issue for some people when stuff is shaky cam. So, yeah, I know that's not a huge amount to say about it. But I I liked it. I, here you go. I know this is a weird thing. But I liked it because I got a couple of questions wrong. Hmm. I've been mm-hmm. teaching DBT for some number of years. <laughs> Six? Seven? Something like that. Um... And I like the way that it was phrased or a couple of things like, and I don't, it's not like I don't feel like they were trying to necessarily be tricky or anything in a bad way, but I just like that it was still a little challenging the way they presented the questions or the things that they asked. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Uh, for me, the biggest thing that I liked about it is that I really feel like this app could be a good supplement if you're going through a DBT group. Or if you're a learning DBT, 
individually with a therapist or, you know, even, I just thought of this, even if, right, you, if you've gotten this far in our podcast, you probably listened to all the episodes prior to this. But like, if somebody were, say, listening to, a, say, the podcast episode about Wise Mind, and then they decide they want to test their knowledge about like, okay, how much did I really comprehend what I just learned? This is a this is a really nice way to do that is to go through the questions and to see if you're retaining what what you're learning. Of course, I can't guarantee that the questions of the quiz are going to go through in the exact same order that maybe your GBT facilitator is talking about them, that kind of a thing. But in general, I I like the goal of the app, which is to make sure that you're actually understanding the skills, not just knowing what they are, understanding them and having, like you said, Kate, a fun game way to do that. Um, one of the things, though, that I didn't really like about the app is even though I, I like the idea and the intention behind this app, I mean, I didn't spend too much time testing out the quiz, but like I went through five levels pretty quick. It didn't take me very long. So it would not be hard to go through the entire quiz, probably in one go if you really wanted to. And then you've basically done what the app was there to do. Um... There were quite a few of quite a few levels to the quiz. And again, maybe if I had gone into higher levels, maybe there are more questions later on or that kind of a thing per level. But the sense that I got at first glance with the app is that this is an app that might not take much time to get what you mm-hmm. get out of it. And then you're just kind of done with it unless you pay that $3.99 and unless you decide to engage in the video content like Kate was saying. And even though, yeah, I mean, it sounds like also super well-intentioned video content and also there are higher quality videos probably through DBT Coach and you can access a lot of those videos without paying that subscription. So just kind of depends, though, uh, now that I'm saying this out loud, I suppose if you really did, there there were a large number of videos for this app, mm-hmm. the DBT Trivia and Quiz, if I remember right. Um, it was pretty yeah, extensive so. and a lot cheaper than DBT Coach. So I suppose that's one way to look at it is that you can pay one time $3.99 to get all the videos for this. <laughs> and even if they're not the highest quality videos, it, it might be better if you can't afford um to unlock everything with DBT Coach. So that's one way to look at it. Um, and in general, I don't even I don't even think I would say it's a dislike of the app, but it's just really driving home that this is not going to be the app to, you know, again, if you pay the $3.99, then you can access some content where you can learn some things through watching the video. But like that is not the intention of this specific app. This specific app is, you know, really there to do the fun quiz. That's the purpose of it. But if you are looking for an app to like teach you DBT, I, I probably wouldn't recommend this app. Um, it's no. just not, it's just not really the purpose of it. So it's good for what it's meant to be good for, which is again, like this fun little quiz, but that's about the extent of it. Yeah. It is not meant to necessarily teach you the material. It's not full, right. full filled out enough. Yeah. yeah. Something like mm-hmm. that. All right, I think we're to the last one. Yeah. 
All right, so this one is called Simple DBT Diary Card. Um, as said, it was made by the same people as the um, DBT Trivia and Quiz that we mentioned before. Uh, this one definitely, I don't know, I would say that this one could be used in conjunction with groups or alone. I don't know that this one needs to be one way or the other. Um, it does definitely seem to lean into the idea that you get out of DBT what you put into it and really has a strong focus on practicing the skills, which I really liked because that's pretty similar to Michelle and mine's philosophy in a lot of ways, I would say. Um, so I really, I enjoyed that about it. Um, yeah, let's see. It also features a calendar. There are various tracking analytics available on it, notifications that you can get as prompts to do different things or engage with it in different ways. Um, written descriptions and examples of the skills as well as short videos. Um, though, uh, again, the short videos are, I think, the same. Maybe not literally the same videos, but these are by the same folks. So they're not the most in-depth um, or longest videos ever, um, highest quality videos ever. Um, there's the opportunity to track more than just the DBT skills in this one. And with the premium version of this app, you can send it your diary cards to your therapist. So a lot of these ones have ways to actually share stuff with your therapist directly, which I think is pretty cool. Um, one thing, oh, what did I just say about this one? Oh, you know what? As I'm talking more about this one, and it's interesting because Michelle, I feel like somehow you, the way you've talked about it this time that we're recording through as opposed to last time I'm noticing it, is that uh, I'm actually going to walk back the, you know, could be used alone one because I don't like, or how do I want to put this? I think you could use this alone after learning dbt in some other Absolutely. fashion yeah mm -hmm. um so yeah you could use it at the same time as you're in a group or after you've learned dbt in a group or through something else um but i don't similar to the last one i don't think the material here is such that you would want to learn dbt mm -hmm. from the app so mm -hmm. yeah yeah cool what do you think about it yeah, um, I wonder if it would be helpful before I dive into my likes and dislikes, maybe to review the pricing more in depth for this one sure. and um, also the last that. one. Because like we were talking about, they're made by the same people and those same people actually have more apps. So they developed a total of six apps. So the DBT uh, Trivia and Quiz, this one that we're talking about now, the Simple DBT Diary Card, and then the other four apps are for each of the modules. Um, the reason why we didn't review those apps is because you do have to pay upfront to download the app, somewhere between $4.99 to $7.99. I think it just depends on the module and how much material there is for each one. So those apps do cost you money upfront. So we didn't download those. We didn't look at those or review them. But one of the cool things that, again, is a pretty overall affordable option is that if you pay $22.99, you get the DBT Trivia and Quiz, the Simple DBT Diary Card, and the other four modules that they made for a one-time fee of $22.99. And so I'm guessing those other four apps do go into more depth, teaching the skills and that kind of a thing. Um, Very much so. So that is something, I guess, to, to consider or to know is that... Um, with, yeah, the DBT Trivia and Quiz and with this 
simple DBT diary card. It is connected to other material and it is just a one-time paid thing if, if you want to do all of that. So anyways, that's the money side of it. <laughs> Again, want to be super upfront about the cost <laughs> of these things if you do decide to fork over the cash. Um, okay, but back to the simple DBT diary card, likes and dislikes. This is where you guys will really see that Kate and I are different people and how diary cards <laughs> are very individualized depending on what people are going to like and when people are going to dislike. So I liked the diary card for the simple DBT diary card app. I liked it. The reason why I liked it is because you've probably been able to glean up until this point in the episode. I don't really like a DBT diary card that's trying to track 10 different things. That is not my style. I view it as a DBT diary card is to track whether or not you are using your DBT skills. And for me, that's really the only thing that I care about. And that was at the heart of this diary card. All it is when you open up the app and you go through to fill it out, it's just going to ask you yes or no for each skill. Did you use, you know, observe? Yes or no? Did you use check the facts? Yes or no? Did you use wise mind? Yes or no? It's just going to go through the skills and you just click yes or no. And then kind of again, the I think the in line with the gamification idea or trying to just make it fun, it has this little bubble that floats to which response you give. Did I necessarily find that fun? I don't know. <laughs> um, but that's what happens when you when you fill it out. So, but that's really all it is. You're just going through a list of yes or no, did I use this DBT skill or did I not? Now, does it give you options to track additional things if you want to? It does. But different than, say, DBT Coach, where it presents you all of that stuff, whether you want it or not, with simple dbt diary card you get to add that stuff in if you want to it's not there by default and that's what i liked because if i don't need all that stuff i don't want it there (laughs) let me add it in if i want to add it in (laughs) so that was nice um also as you're going through and you're saying yes or no did you use a skill did you not if you can't remember that skill there's a help button in the corner And you can click on that help button and it will give you an example of the skill. Like just a little brief blurb to jog your memory. Um, I know one of the things that people complain about a lot with diary cards is that they can be pretty time intensive. And that can really be a deterrent to doing them. When I went through and I did this diary card, it felt pretty quick to me. It didn't feel like it took too much brain effort in the sense of, again, I found with some diary cards I'm trying like you got to think back (laughs) to like oh did I did I do that depending on how much you're tracking I mean because some diary cards also really track like yeah sleep or eating or like all of these things and like I don't want to have to think too much about what all did I do today yeah I just want to think about did I use that skill or did I not and just document that for myself um and so it felt like a pretty quick diary card to complete to me Took less than 15 minutes. Didn't take too long. Some diary cards are quicker. Some diary cards are longer. But that felt pretty quick to me. And another cool thing, again, you need to pay money for this, if I remember right. Um, that I, I hope it's included with um, the 
$3.99. It's similar to the DBT Trivia and Quiz where you could pay $3.99 to unlock everything. If you're mm-hmm. just using Simple DBT Diary Card and you want to unlock stuff, I think it's also a one-time $3.99 to do that. So if you pay for it, you can unlock, unlock different types of diary cards too. So you could play around. I didn't pay the money. I we I just really want to test the freeness of the apps. What do you get if it's just free? So I don't know what those different types of diary cards look like. But I liked that it might offer different formats and different options. So um, for me, I liked the simplicity of the diary card and just tracking. Did I use my skills or did or did I not? Um, as far as dislikes go, what I did realize at the end of completing the diary card um, is that it gives you a percentage rating at the end of completing it. So in other words, if you used every DBT skill, which nobody does on any given day, then you'd get a 100%. If you say used, you know, only three skills out of all the options, it's not going to give you a good percentage rating. I didn't really like that at the end because I feel like that can create a very perfectionistic mindset or feeling like you failed if it says like 20%. And no, you absolutely did not fail. So I I wasn't the biggest fan of that because I noticed how it could really tap into my perfectionistic thinking that I struggle with. Um, so ignore the percentage rating. Ignore it. Um, also, you know, as you're going through, I think one of the things that Kate's maybe going to talk about that she might have disliked about it because it will take you through every DBT skill. Every one. It's going to start at the beginning. It's going to say, like, for example, did you use wise mind? Yes or no. Did you use observe? Yes or no. Did you use describe? Yes or no. It's going to take you through every single one. And it might not feel super good if you catch yourself saying like no to like six skills in a row. So I'm aware of how that might feel as you go through it. Um, If you're like, no, I didn't use that skill. No, I didn't use that skill either. So just make sure that you're not being too hard on yourself with the results at the end of filling out your diary card. Um, One of the things, even though I understand that it can feel a little grueling to go through every skill, um, but one of the reasons why I actually kind of liked that about the app um, is because it helps you like keep the skills fresh in your mind, right? If you are going through and filling out this diary card every day, maybe you're like not using, say, improve very often, but every day you're being reminded that improve is indeed a DBT skill. <laughs> like it is there, you know, maybe one day you'll use it, but um, basically, yeah, just don't get too hard on yourself for if you do wind up saying a lot of no's because maybe you only used one skill that day. That is in no way a failure. And I don't want this app to make you think that you failed because you didn't. Um, <laughs> so that's my main dislike of it. I don't like the end, but I I do like the diary card itself. I was a fan mm, of the diary mm, card. Mm, mm. Okay, I'm done with I'm done with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I think like I said a little bit in the introduction, I appreciated that this one seems to have sort of a similar mindset or philosophy to ours about really focusing in on consistent repetitive engagement 
right? With the like with the skills, which I think is great. Um, in the I guess profile or account or whatever part where you fill out your information about yourself, I appreciated that there were more gender options um, than a lot of folks have, uh, which I thought was pretty great. Um, I liked that. <laughs> There was, well, going to what I didn't like about the diary card later, but um, I did like that as you went through it, the, basically the skills for the different modules were color coded so you could tell what was grouped together, um, which I did like as you were going through that. Michelle and I have both already mentioned, right, that this is made by the same folks as a few of those other apps, specifically the trivia one that we talked about. Um, one of the cool things about that, though, is that material can be saved across, like, the different apps. They essentially talk to each other once you have them. Mm. Um, yeah, my right. understanding is this is true for all six of them, though, again, I didn't test out four of them. Uh, and, um, yeah, so, like, stuff links together. So if you do, for instance, buy the premium, the $3.99 for this one, you do unlock the videos in the trivia one as well. You don't have to pay twice to unlock that premium content um, between the two of them. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, let's see. I'm trying to not mention the pricing stuff that you already did. <laughs> um... And I, d I think there was just like a really robust FAQ um, section for, for this one, which I liked a lot. Let's see. Uh, there was a I lot you disliked. hated the diary card. <sighs> um, so I also didn't pay. So I don't know what the other diary card formats are. Maybe there are ones that I could like better. But the fucking floaty bubble thing. I guess if I were really wanting to actively work on my capacity to be patient, <laughs> maybe I'd like it better. But that bubble floats slowly. Humans. From yes or no, whether or not you use the screen. Yes! And it, like, bounces off the wall and up to the question. It's all very slow. Which my poor little brain can't. Cannot. Cannot even. It has to... Shit has to go as fast as I can go. Like, I'll take my time if I want to. Let me go fast if I want to. And you can't. Um, so, hated that a lot. Uh, also, really disliked that you have to go through all the skills. I will say that, for instance, not to compare every poor little, I don't know, Ford Focus to a Cadillac, um, but... <laughs> You do still see all of the skills with DBT coach. You're just mm. not forced to sit through every single one of them staring at you while you wait for a bubble. <sighs> so you can still have the like exposure to it all <laughs> consistently because I agree that seeing is true. all the skills is very mm -hmm. useful. The bubble it makes it haunts me. Um so I I did I did not like diary card. I didn't like it at all. Nothing Which is the heart it. of this no, app. No parts. No parts of it did I like. Um, <laughs> that's not true. I did like that you can track stuff that isn't DBT. So that was nice. I similarly to Michelle, I already w had that like nagging sense of guilt and failure by the end because of having to say no 
to so many things. Because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's a lot of fucking skills in DBT. That's a lot of no's for an average day. Um, so I already had that feeling. And then to bump up against the like, you, congratulations, you have 4%, you know, whatever. I'm like, screw you. Um, so yeah, I think their um, diary card could use some rethinking. Uh, I was not a fan of the aesthetic, which is funny. I don't think that's come up for you at all, Michelle. It's so important for me. I'm also this mm. way with video games. I cannot play a video game if I don't like the graphics. <laughs> I'm a total graphics snob. Um, it is interesting because despite the fact that they're made by the same people, I actually do more or less. I don't like the typos, but I like the aesthetic for the trivia one. Um, mm. but I don't like the aesthetic in the slightest for this one. So I think that's funny because they're both made by the yeah same people. So, you know, one one yes, one no. We'll see. Um, and I didn't, you know, it's the same kinds of videos as the last one. So similar complaint of shaky cams, low lower quality videos. But yeah, I think, <laughs> how do I want to put this? Uh, I can see there being some considerable upside to this app for people who aren't me. There you go. That's <laughs> So, I don't know. If I have two hands for thumbs, then the one for me is a big thumbs down. But, you know, it's a moderate thumb middling to up for other people. Mm -hmm. um, potentially for other people. Yeah. So, and Do we even give that for the other apps? I think no. it's mostly like... No, we did no it for DBT Coach and then, and then not the other Forgot. ones. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know if any of them get like a just a thumbs down yeah. from me. Um, because that's a little, that's a little black and white thinking, Michelle. Mm -hmm. There are goods and bads about all of them, which is that true. That is right. Yeah. Um. Yep. Well, this is why we wanted to review each and every one is because, mm -hmm. especially because diary cards are so personal, you know, we wanted yes. to, we wanted to do this episode as a whole so that before you download an app, you can get a sense hearing our feedback of like, oh, whether that sounds like a good fit for you or not good fit for you. Um, and this one, especially this last one, we had very different experiences with it. So it just depends on what you want out of a diary card. Just depends on how you want to fill it out. Just depends on what works or not works for you. So, exactly. yeah. Okay. So we wanted to, before closing moment, we want to wrap up the episode by saying, Overall, out of these four apps that we looked at, which app was our favorite? So I'm going to start with that. Um, my favorite app was DBT Coach. Um, the first one we talked about. Um, it, it, it just, it, it had everything. And even though I was really saying that it is the app that I would recommend for people who are brand new, to DBT, even though, of course, I did not go through and watch every lesson or do every exercise or that kind of a thing, I got the sense, too, that even if you have a lot of experience with DBT, there, this is just going to enrich your understanding of the skills. And it had so many different features to access. I really, really liked it. Um, the thing that, again, I mentioned when we were talking about that app that I didn't like so much I didn't really like the diary card for that app. It wasn't my cup of tea, though it is a 
beautiful diary card. It just was <laughs> not my cup of tea for what I want out of a diary card. So in that sense, out of the different diary cards that we talked about, I mean, I did really like the diary card in DBT Travel Guide. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the, the one that I could imagine myself like trying to do on a consistent basis if I'm looking to be held accountable to am I using DBT in my life or am I not? I want to see, you know, what skills maybe I'm using a lot of, what skills maybe am I not using as much of that I could make an effort to use more in my life. I would also, for me, I liked the last one we just talked about with the simple DBT diary card. So if like I had to pick what DBT apps would I have on my phone, I would have DBT Coach and I would use it for everything except the diary card. And then I would use the simple (laughs) DBT diary card app for that. That's what I would do. (laughs) That cracks me up. Um, Gosh, it's funny because I thought you were going to say simple diary or simple DBT diary card was your runner up. And so I was like, oh, maybe I ought to have a runner up too. But no, that makes perfect sense the way that you... Yeah, yeah, with my experience of, about it. of yep. apps. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so my my favorite is unsurprisingly also um, DBT Coach. Uh, the less I don't know obvious reasons were you know it's how it looks right the easy the ease of setup things like that but just like you were saying Michelle it's just got so much like I honestly even if I didn't. <laughs> like dbt like it's got such a robust i don't know tracking system and things like that places you can journal it like it's almost like it could replace a lot of other tracking apps right like you know bearable or you know like there's just a lot of stuff that you can put in there right that i feel like it could take the place maybe of even a couple other things um in ways uh that i really appreciated so yeah, I hate it, but the most expensive one in the end is the one I like the most. Though, also, like you were saying, Michelle, it's got an awful lot to offer, even free. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just for, I don't know, whole packageness. Yeah, I have to give it to Diary, to DBT Coach, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, my runner-up would actually be DBT Travel Guide, mm-hmm. if I were doing mm-hmm. runner-ups, but... Yeah. Um, well, that despite goes, the orangeness of it. <laughs> yeah. Which maybe goes back to what we were saying a little bit about, you know, even though we think that DBT Coach is worth the money if you can afford it, if it's not an app that you want to pay for forever and ever and ever and ever, use it for a while. And then I, with what you're saying, because again, if I remember right, DBT Travel Guide doesn't have any kind of cost associated with it. No, you I just don't get think everything so. for free with DBT Travel yep. Guide you can switch over at a certain point if it's like, okay, I feel like I've gotten everything I could really get out of DBT Coach, but I don't want to keep paying eleven ninety nine. You know, yep. s- switch to DBT Travel Guide because that will still give you a lot of ideas for how to be practicing DBT in your life. It still has a diary yep. card feature, um, all that stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Okie dokie. So before we launch into that closing moment, I do just want to, oh, I'm going to say take a moment. 
whatever. Anyway, to say thank you, while it is altered just to work a little bit better for me and for the format, the idea for today's closing moment actually came from a listener from a post in the Facebook group. So wanted to say thank you for the inspiration. And, uh, you know, most of the time we try to, well, I try to make the closing moment have something to do with the episode. And I'll admit I was... I was flummoxed when it came time to plan the closing moment for this episode. And so, yeah, this one isn't related to apps because I couldn't think of how to make a meditation have something to do with apps. So it's a little generic, but I'm hoping something that'll be valuable to folks. And again, thanks to the listener who gave the inspiration for this. I appreciate it. But for now... Go ahead and find a comfortable position, whatever that means for your body today. What we're going to be focusing in on today is alternating our focus between our thoughts and our body, our physical sensations, all the while maintaining a space of mindfulness at the center, at the core, right? So take a moment to come into your body, to come into your breath, not needing to breathe any more slowly or any more deeply than you do naturally. Just paying attention. Just focusing in on the rhythms and the sensations of your breath and letting them welcome you into your body and into the present moment. (sighs) So, take a moment now and feel your body. Feel the weight of your body. Feel the parts of your body that are touching a surface or touching your clothing. And focus in, choose a physical sensation. Something that you feel in or on your body. Right? Once you've chosen a physical sensation, I'd like you to bring to mind an image of three strands of ribbon or rope. Today, we're going to be working with an image of braiding. So once you've chosen, again, that physical sensation, something you're noticing that you feel in or on your body, you can go ahead and assign that physical sensation to the strand on the left side for your braid. If your your physical sensation comes with a color, you can go ahead and give that color to the ribbon or the rope that you have on the left side of your braid. And now taking a deep breath, you can turn your attention away from your body and your physical sensations And instead, turn your attention to your thoughts. Just noticing your thoughts. 
Maybe you notice a new thought. Maybe you notice a thought that has been very loud today. Just choosing one of your thoughts. If you need, you can reassure the others that you'll pay attention to them later. But for now, you only need the one. So take that thought, whatever it is that you've picked, and assign it to the strand on the left side of your braid. If your thought has a color, you can go ahead and give that color to the strand on the right side of your braid. The center, right, the center strand for your braid, you can assign this either to wise mind or mindfulness in general, whichever way you'd like to conceive of it. And now it's time to weave the braid. Go ahead and pick up all three strands, right? The one on the left, the physical sensation that you've chosen, mindfulness or wise mind in the center, and the thought that you've chosen on the right. So now pick up the strand on the left side of your braid physical sensation. Remember your chosen physical sensation. And take that strand and pass it over to the right. Over to the right side of the braid where you have thought. So now remember your chosen thought. And cross that over the center to the left. Well, you're back to physical sensation. And you continue to braid, crossing left over right, right over left. Physical sensation. And then back to thought. And then back to physical sensation. And back to thought. For the next minute or so, you're going to work on just having your attention go back and forth from thought to physical sensation. If you want to let go of the image of the braid, you can do so. The important part is coming back again and again to your chosen physical sensation and your chosen thought. Your mind will almost certainly wander, and that's okay. When you notice it wandering, just bring it back. Physical sensation to thought. Thought to physical sensation. Physical sensation to thought. Thought to physical sensation. Now going at your own pace, I'm going to be silent just a few seconds and allow you to shift your attention at your own pace.
Okay, please shift your ascension two final times. Thought to physical sensation. Physical sensation to thought. If your eyes have been closed, you can gently open them while you release your attention from both the physical sensation and the thought and come back into the room. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. To learn more about us and the DBT skills we're teaching each week, join our Facebook group. Simply log in to your Facebook profile and search for DBT and Me Podcast.